Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Alex Macklin. Alex is a world-class, high-performance coach dedicated to helping people to achieve their dreams and everything that they want in their life, mostly through sales to elevate their ability to close clients and provide amazing customer services. And he also has a life insurance agency, dude, and a, a number more as well. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Can you expand a bit more on you know where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you'd love to work with? Yeah. Um, so in terms of those two businesses, um, the coaching, which I do, actually, ironically, most of my clients, I live in California. They're in the UK. <laughs> All my clients are in the UK. They're mostly younger adults. You know, guys, uh, this is regarding the high performance coaching. I mostly mm-hmm. work in the high ticket area, which is a fancy word. It means selling a product or service that's more than like, usually $2,500 or more is called high ticket. So there's a huge market that's really been exploding the last year that I got into about a year and a half ago because um, I saw it coming. And I'm, I already work in sales. I do really well in sales. Sales, yeah. um, you know, six figures plus I make. So I was like, hey, why not help people do as well as I am, right? So I created a YouTube channel for it and I found a niche, I found a need. So these are young adults who want to make a lot of money as an appointment setter or a closer. That's usually like the closer is like the guy that closes the deal, right? You have those two job titles. So I train people to be setters and closers because in my opinion, they should be a team. They should be working as one. So it's a smooth handoff one to the other. And the setter sets them up for success for the closer to close them. So I'm, I've trained, I train people on that. Um, and then on the side, because I just like doing stuff, I created this insurance agency. Um, that's just another expression for me is what I call it to really empower people in their leadership to help make them money. Um, and so most of the people I work with, I, I'm friends with, like I know them personally. And I, I saw this opportunity to make, you know, really good money in insurance, um, really help a lot of people protect their families and their friends. And, you know, some of the insurance products are like really amazing. Like I never even knew a lot of things real quickly. Like, for example, not only is life insurance when you die, but did you know you could also get benefits while you live? It's called living benefits. And I'll give you a quick example. Let's say you have like a million dollar policy and you just make one payment in one payment, like you pay next month in May, and then you get like really sick in June. You can cash out a lot of that million dollar policy now to like cover like cancer costs or medical bills or pay off mm. your mortgage with one payment made. It's crazy. You pull like, that's a thing, you know? So that's one thing. And then there's also another component of some policies. This is not all of them, but some policies where you have a cash value component. That means that you are essentially investing like a Roth IRA into a long-term tax exempt and tax-free investment. And the cool thing about it is that it's not in the stock market. 
So even though these things mimic the results of a stock market, it's backed in insurance. So like real estate, um, like ETFs, things like that. So even if the market goes like up 10%, you make 10% that year. If the market goes down though 30%, you'll just make 0.25% for that year. Like how cool is that? And you can pull that money out whenever you want to, no fees. How cool is that too? So I call it like a Roth IRA steroids. So anyway, long story short, I found these great products. I wanted to help people, you know, hear about them, right? For one, awareness, but also help friends of mine, you know, have a side business. Because by the way, I designed to only work one hour a day on purpose. I have a full-time job. This is on the side. So anyway, I do everything as a whole because I like to empower people in their leadership. I want them to be successful. I want to make them money. And that's why I do what I do. And I could do a lot. So I'm just building another business and I'm doing this over here. Um, yeah, dude, really it sounds like the first myself. Two, two things you said there. It's been built on opportunity. You saw yeah. an opportunity and you're like, oh, yeah, I can I can plug this. I can fill this. Um, yeah. And oh my gosh, it's going to help so many other people along the way. Yeah. So is is that what drives your businesses? Is it your ability to, to see the opportunity, realize this, the particular set of skills that you have that can fulfill that? And you're like, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, this is, actually, this is actually a really cool story. It's, a, it's like a five minute story or less. So this is where all this came from, by the way, um, the coaching, like, you know, like me building. So I have other businesses besides insurance that I have, but they're all side hustles, right? Mm -hmm. But it happened. So about, about 10, about seven years ago, I was in, a, this is before I did any business. I was just an employee working in sales, right? I was in, a, I was in like a Vaughn supermarket and there was a guy there who was a night manager. And I, you know, I, I, went, I was going there like every night because I, I stay up late and I started talking to the guy. You know, when I got to know this guy more and more, and he told me that he's been working at Vons. By the way, he was like 55 years old, like older gentleman, um, stuck in working in a supermarket for like 20, 30 years, no way out. Like that's his experience was I'm stuck here until I die. And I asked him, I was like, are you happy, man? Like, do you want to be here? He's like, no. He's like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, it's kind of what he said. And I'll never forget this. And this is like really crazy. But at that time with my life, how it was like, created mm. I, I couldn't help him you know like i had a girlfriend at the time i was doing sales just getting started really i was i wasn't that good okay. yet so i was making like okay money but yeah. I, I never forgot about this guy and i'm like man like i wish i had the ability to like go back to this guy and be like uh -huh. hey i got a way out for you like let me build a business with you like let me train you how to run it and then it's all yours yeah this here's the opportunity had, like, here's the steps that you can take to actually do something like, yeah, like essentially like, hey, let me partner with you. I'll uh -huh. build a business with you. This is what I thought. Because I've been an entrepreneur since 13 years old. So I already know, even though I was working as an employee, I know how to build something. And so that was a thought that I had. And then over the last five, seven years now, I've been taking steps to now make that opportunity available. How? By creating different businesses, by learning how to build a scalable business that I could put into a box, like a franchise, so mm -hmm. one day when I meet someone like that guy again, or even that guy, and they're asking for help, like this honestly really like really moves me that I won't be able to like, I won't say no. I'll be like, you know what? I have something for you. Like, mm -hmm. let me build a business with you. Here it is. As long as you're willing to work hard, put the hours in, you know, this is obvious. I'm not doing this. Like you're doing this. I'm going to support you with it. Once the thing is built, like I'll give it to you and it's yours. So having that ability, honestly, like that's what gets me out of bed. Like that's really what motivates me to build and to scale yeah. and to do everything is so one day I have that capability. Beautiful. Love that. But there's the dream. There's the impact. Yeah. We also want to sort of leave a legacy behind for our kids, for other people. 
but to see that emotion that's beautiful that's what it's all about so okay so we kind of know what brought you on this journey and the reasons why you do what you do let's get behind the scenes here talk to me about your experience what you've personally been through as you've been growing these number of businesses what 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 have you come up against what challenges do you would you like to talk about that you could share with people that they maybe they huh, they're not going to see coming it's like yeah you, it's going to hit you and it's it's tough but um and it hit you hard well what, what could those yeah. be yeah the biggest one that any new aspiring especially if you haven't done this before or like you're brand new and like you know you want to build your own thing and have your own company so the biggest thing you want to like be prepared for let's say like that is at first you will run that business on hype on emotion like you're excited about it mm-hmm. you're you're thrilled everything looks possible you have a mentor you bought a program like you're all about it you're excited That'll last maybe a couple months, right? Once you hit the ground running and now you start hitting like failures and breakdowns and things aren't working the way you want, right there, that emotion and motivation will die. And that is why like 90% of all businesses fail their first year. I'm telling you, that's the reason why. Because it's fueled by hype. It's fueled by excitement. It's fueled by hope. But once you hit blocks and you have no idea how to get over them, or you have no idea how to manage them, which you can get from, you know, training and courses on your own, Mm. but most people don't have that there, right? So you'll hit a block, you'll get stressed out, you'll start experiencing anxiety. What are those blocks for you? Yeah. So fortunately for me, um, I've done like world-class training with an organization called Landmark Worldwide. You can Google them. Um, They're known around the world. Like Tony Robbins sends his people there to get trained. So it's very well-known, very effective stuff. So I come from a very empowering, powerful background in terms of a training development for personal development. And then I also have the entrepreneurial background from being Mm. a very young entrepreneur, having business over the year. So I'm a little different, let's be honest, than the average person having a business. So because I have all of that fueling me, like I also have coaches and people that empower me. Um, For me, the struggle that I've experienced is so I first, like you, I, you know, everyone, I'll start with the hype, the emotion, I'm excited. Then I had failure. Then I applied the world-class methodology to failure. I'm like, okay, I'm not a failure. Just what I did didn't work. What else can I do? I look at my options. I re-strategize. I take another action. I, I keep going. What really gets me stuck really is that, you know, I know here it is. And this is like crazy, right? So I know what I can do. Like I'm a, I'm a performer. I make stuff happen. Like I'm the person you would like drop in Japan and you're like, take over this country in a week. I'm not saying I could do that, obviously, but I'm kind of like- But you'd that, give it a damn like, good shot, right? Yeah, like I would have, I would actually would have a really good shot, right? Cause I know how to, I know how to, I know how to politic. I know how to network. Like, like I know I would be in action essentially right away. Like make, like figuring things out, making things happen. That's what mm-hmm. makes me really effective that I got from Landmark. Like they, they taught me how to be that kind of person. That's what I would be doing, right? But for me, the problem was, so I had, I, I started out excited. I did what I did. I hit those roadblocks, those failures. I applied the methodology. I kept going. The problem I'm having is that, I'm me and I'm very unique, right? I'm not like most people. And I'm actually looking to find people that are like me to work with, right? Mm. To do business with. And that is really challenging because <laughs> not everyone has world-class training background plus a business background in entrepreneurship, by the way. Some people have the even the world-class methodology, but they have no business experience. So mm. again, it's like brand new. So here I am. I know where I want to go. I know how to get there. I know what it's going to take, but I can't do it alone, right? I have to 
deal with technology and I have to deal with people to get where I want to go. That's the immediate breakdown I have. And that causes me a lot of stress, right? Because I'm like, it's so simple. Like, come on, like, it's not rocket science. That's what I think. Now, mm. I don't say that because that's not empowering for people. That's not going to help them or support them. I got to like bottle that thought up and like re say it a different way. Like, hey, so this didn't work. Like, what so, else? Can so it's, for you, it's the, it's the communication. It's the ability yes. to take your yes. clients to, to align with you. Because you say, you well, know clients, agents, this also is people I work with. Like I, so just to, just to create context, like I have built teams around the world that manage a lot of things for me. Like I have a team that does one of my businesses. I do YouTube automation. I have another team that helps me with insurance. I have another team that helps me with like, you know, coaching. So I've already built teams that I train, by the way, I mm -hmm. train them in leadership. I train them in being high performers like I am. So they're getting better. Like they're getting more efficient. They're getting stronger. They're not dealing with failure like they used to, like they're overcoming a lot of things. So I've been doing the work for me, empowering my people, the people I work with the people that are supporting me i support them so yeah. that's how i've been dealing with but again it's still very stressful why because i'm someone that could do results right now i'm like i demand a lot of myself because i know what i can do what i'm capable of and i have to also be present to that that's not them so, <laughs> so where, that's let's let's get a lot let's dig into that right now so yeah. okay you're a high performer. You've had all this background you have all this training you're you're yeah. superhuman you know <laughs> what to do yeah, with other people's businesses, you know exactly what they should be doing now. Yeah. But it's that connection, it's that gauge, it's that ability to effectively get them to to level up, to change, to to maybe morph their identity into the next version of themselves. Yeah, well said. What what thank you. What what is it that you find the that toughest? Works. What 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 is the 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 number one thing that you see time and time again that always crops up they have to help them to work through or overcome so that they can start to have that identity yeah so let me peel this back a little bit so you didn't say this but this is really important right now to fill in the conversation so the way that i do what i do by the way that is effective and this is very this is very real right for me is i have what i learn in communication is mm. i have to communicate things to people around me in a way that is always enrolling is the word that Landmark taught me. What that means is like, it's inspiring. It's gonna have them see a future for themselves and the business and what they're doing that they want, that is in the direction they wanna go. So essentially the way that I speak to everyone I work with is always what I call future-based language, which is actually from a book that I coach from called Three Laws of Performance by Steve Zaffron. And yeah. what that means is I'm never talking about the past, like, hey, this is what worked, or this is what you should be doing. That doesn't work. I say, hey, this is where we're going. You're going to be doing this soon. You're going to become someone like that. I, I talk in a way that's future-based, and I found that is what has people hear what I'm saying as inspiring. Like, hey, man, listen, in, in a month from now, when you get this, you're going to be doing this. You're going to be at this level now. You know, when you finish, when you figure this out, this out, you're going to make this much money. Like, I'm always speaking from the future. Yeah, when if, you like, get good at happen. this, oh my gosh, then you'll be at this level. So it's that future paving. Yeah, it's exactly. bringing that into, I guess. And it's, and, and it's very, and by the way, and it's very effective. 
Like I've had people I wasn't even thinking about working with that I've been working with for like a couple of years now that are still with me because they just love listening to me talk because mm. I'm always inspirational. I'm always thinking in the future. I'm always, I, I always have a plan for everything. You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm very practical and very pragmatic. And they're like, we don't know anyone like you. Like we just like being around you because you're so like positive. You're so like future thinking, like no one thinks like that. Yeah. And I found like, that's what works. Like that's how I, at my level, inspire people to want to build up to my level. Like that's how I get, mm. that's how I inspire them. Now, bottom line here, let's be honest. If someone isn't willing, if someone doesn't want to achieve that level of leadership, success, whatever, there's nothing even I can do for them. Let's be honest, right? If you ever read the book, Think and Grow Rich, it's like the first thing he says, right? Burning desire is needed for success. And it's so true, right? If you don't have a burning desire, and not everyone does, and look, that's not a problem. It's really not. You know, we're all different. We're all human beings. We all live life differently. But what I could promise you is that if you have, and by the way, you could develop this in life, like later on, it's a skill where you could develop having a burning desire to have your own business, right? To do whatever you want. Mm. That is what will fuel you more than the emotion. Emotion is short-lived. If you, if you rely on emotion to do something, you're screwed. Because by the way, do you think you control the thoughts in your head? You don't. They actually control you. So don't rely on them. You want to find something future-based that motivates you. Like, I'll give you a quick example. I had a friend of mine, right, who was very old. She was like 67, not that old. You know, that's horrible to say. Um, but she was older, you know, grandmother, right? And in her calendar, she she liked going to the gym to work out. Now, she hated working out. But in her calendar, on her phone, this is what she had as the occasion. She put walking my granddaughter down the wedding aisle. Like, that was what it was called. Not working mm -hmm. out with John for an hour. It was something inspiring that she wrote that was in the future that she always saw. And she's like, yes, that's why I'm getting my butt kicked for an hour. That is that's the why difference, I'm working tapping out. into that emotion. Now, logically, you yeah. know why you're doing it. But to have that double link in there so you feel it, so you have that, that again, that motivation that can be sort of wavering. So I understand yeah, that. Well, here's the thing. It's massive. not motivation. It's more like that's the future that she now is living into. Because she knows that by working out later on in life, she'll be walking her granddaughter down the aisle. You notice that this is not emotion-based, by the way. It's not motivation. It's different. Future-based thinking is not emotional. It's actually ontological, which is actually the methodology that I, I come from. It means that you know that in the future, she'll be doing this. That's what gets her out of bed at 5 a.m. That's what has her work out is the knowing that if she keeps doing this, she will be able to do that in the future. And that's something that she said she wants to do not her husband, not anyone else, but she, she is creating her own future. And she figured out that if I want to walk my daughter, my granddaughter down the wedding hall when I'm 89 years, whatever years old, I have to stay in shape. I have to stay fit. That's what it's going to take. That's yeah. what's required. Yeah. And finding that, that tactic for you, finding the right thing for you, whatever business you're in, whatever goals you have, so that does tap into your thoughts. It changes your thoughts, changes your perception, changes totally. how you approach things. That's the difference. And then the emotions, the thoughts, these all kick into play. They're all relevant. They're all yeah. there in the soup. But that is a great tactic. Let's step away from the business. Again, yeah. let's, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your business because, yeah, you know how to help, Yeah, if I'm allowed to say the word, motivate your students to <laughs> go after what they want with that future paving. Fucking beautiful. 
but you're not immune to this. I mean, we were chatting offline that, yeah, you've building all these businesses and you know what you need to do. However, you also find that you have your own blocks because we all yeah. do. Whenever we level up, there's always going to be new challenges or the same ones appearing slightly differently. So what is it for you right now that you're, you've hit a level that, yeah, this is my, this is my next challenge. This is what I'm facing right now and maybe struggling to, to work through in this moment. Yeah. So right now, what's right there, and I deal with this every day, even this morning, is, you know, how do I manage my life? How do I organize it in a way? Because I'm like doing this alone. Now, I mean, like I'm the initiator of everything. I have teams that help, but like I'm the guy, you know, I don't have like my wife next to me here. I'm married. Who's helping me here? Right. It's all me. So the hard, so not the hardest, I'm not gonna say that, but what's challenging, what I'm developing myself right now in, because I will have this figured out in the future, right, is how to manage everything, how to be organized enough so everything I say that will happen will happen when I say it's gonna happen, right? Because again, you wanna have deadlines for yourself. If you're just saying, like, oh yeah, I'll be successful in the future, yeah, you're not. Because how? How are you going to do it? By when are you going to do it? By right? Everything in performance—that's the methodology I come from—is measured with what's called by whens, right? Deadlines for everything. So this way you stay focused. You mm -hmm. know what has to happen. So for me, you know, it's getting organized enough. Like whether so, I, I have a calendar. I have reminders set up right now, and that—that's work to a level. But because my like, let's say like my promises, the things that I'm saying I'll do are getting so bigger. And by the way, they should. Right. As you grow your business, you should be making bigger promises. That's mm -hmm. why like Fortune 100 companies say these crazy things like quarter four, we're going to make billion dollar profit when they only made 500 million the year before. It's like how? That's a huge promise, right? Because or JFK saying we're going to the moon. You know how? We didn't even know how to do that. Right? You ever see those movies, Hidden Figures? Like, we don't know how to do that. But when you make these large promises, this is what happens. You then, if you're willing, again, you have to want this, you will then take actions to figure out how the heck do I make this happen? You'll have to create new technology, create new partnerships. Like, who? no one knows the answer, but again, you will take actions to gonna, figure it out to I'm make it happen. Drag you Dude, I'm going to drag you back in here. We've talked about yeah, what you're currently facing and you're yeah. back into telling me the how, back, back in telling me the, the methodology, back in telling me all these good things. No, no, let's let's rein it back in. You're, you're an amazing yeah. coach. You know too much. You're answering a question I I and self-coaching. <laughs> I definitely do. That's such a great thing to say. <laughs> it's the, this is the curse of the coach. We know too much. We need yeah, that yeah. external impact to be like, dude, no, no, no. Come, come back a few steps. You've gone off into yeah, no coaching worries. mode. Okay, yeah. So let me, let me address your original question. I remember what it was. So what I'm dealing with right now, honestly, is a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety, right? Because I know where I want to go and I'm in the steps now where I'm like figuring it out. Figuring things out can be exciting, right? It can be interesting, but it's also yeah. stressful. Why? Because I have a day job. I have side hustles. I have a pregnant wife who's given birth in two months and she's having a hard pregnancy. So I have like stress, 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 like all these things. And like, thank God I have this world-class methodology to empower me and I have coaches, right? I'd be screwed right now, mm. you know, because without support, once you hit failure or stress or something you can't work out, like you hit that roadblock, like you're, you'll be done unless you have something to support you, right? To get what's overcome your, it. What's your biggest support right now? So you're going through this, all this self-created stress. You got yeah. a full-time job. You've got all these businesses. You've got crazy personal life. Lots going on. It's all self-created. Yeah. You wanted this. You chose oh, yeah. this. This is yep. this is what you get. Beautiful. 
So what is it for you? You said you got the world-class resources and methodology. Yeah. So yeah. So in that organization, um, I have a coach. She's actually the center manager of Landmark in San Diego County. So she's like my direct coach. I also have one of my business partners in insurance is also from the world-class methodology. So we actually coach each other. So that's number two. And then I also have leaders of my teams. I bound things off of as well. So I, mm. and, I'm, and I'm very authentic. I'm like, hey guys, this is what I'm dealing with. You know, we're trying to get this result. This is the problem we're having. Like, what are some what are some answers you have? What are some things we can do? So I'm essentially leaning on my leaders. I'm leaning on my coaches. I'm leaning on people that I trust, that I've trained, that also coach me for support. Because mm -hmm. I know that if I try to do this crap in here, I'm screwed. It's too much. Like I need someone outside to like, you know, wheel me in. You know, yeah, because me. even knowing all the right things as you spent a lot of this time telling us what the right thing to do is how to do it, what the methodology yeah. is however knowing all of this stuff even the the regular run-of-the-mill entrepreneur we know what to do we yeah. know the steps we should be taking we just can't fucking do it the thoughts exactly. the emotions the barriers the, the the perceptions all these things come into play so yeah even at your level with the thing that you coach you know all this stuff, but you still need people around you to drag you back in like, hey, you can't see this because you're too damn close. Yeah. What's totally. the biggest, what is the best things right now, whether it's calls, meetings, conversations, what is it that really grounds you and helps you to just pull back, see, yeah. have that awareness so that you can either go again or go in a slightly different direction? Yeah. So this is something one of my old coaches told me a couple of years ago, Barry, and he was talking about how what he does, and I took this on very effective, is all of these things I have to do. If I don't put them on my calendar or some way to remember them, it gives me a lot of anxiety, right? Because then I'm going to forget things. I'm not going to do things. So one thing I do that's really effective is I just nowadays, I write everything down on my calendar. So I have a date, a time, I write what I'm doing. Once I put everything I promise I'm going to do, every result I have, every deadline I have into a calendar, I could then just forget about it because I know it's captured somewhere, right? Somewhere yeah. it's it's remembered. So that alone takes a lot of load off my stress levels because in having to, because the human mind has thousands of thoughts a day. You can't remember everything. So that is how I kind of offload a lot of the doing, a lot of the things I have to do, have to, because I say I'm going to do them. Um, very effective. I do that. And that alone is huge. Yeah. I've got that mental juggling act. I feel it as well. When I have to remember yeah. stuff, it's like the stress, the overwhelm comes in. It's like, what if I don't don't put this down? What if I, what if I forget this? All yeah. these things, whether, you know, it doesn't matter where it's in, at the right time or you're in the shower in bed. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I forgot to do this. That mental juggling act. And as an entrepreneur, yeah. we don't switch off. It's, it's consistent, which is why it's so hard to have that sort of work-life yeah um, balance hmm? so going forward then what is the goal what what is it for you what are you gunning towards in this moment um yeah so besides having everything i call it like in existence or capture like written down calendar or whatever um it's just right down what i'm really looking for besides that is finding the perfect people for what i'm doing right one thing i learned years ago when building a business is you know, it's not about quantity, like how many people you can get to work with you or be with you. It's quality, like you, because the wrong person who stresses you the heck out every day is going to destroy you. Because now when you're stressed out, you're worrying, you're dealing with them, you will not be able to do the other do things. Do you mean to take clients? Care of everyone else. Do you mean your team members? Who do you mean? 
Yeah, like your team, like people you hire, people that are employees of yours, people like the teams that I built. Like I am very careful in who I pick. Mm. And usually, honestly, it's people, I have people chase me essentially. Like they track me down, they offer me, they solicit me and I test them. I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying. So do this. Let me know what it's done. I test people because I want to see how far they willing to go to work with me. I don't want lazy people. And that's just that's just how I am. I'm a high performer. I only want high performers where I'm working with. So mm. I've built teams of everyone is a high performer. Everyone is coachable like me, right? I have coaches too, right? Everyone is open to criticism, open to whatever. And I realized that is essential because one bad seed really could destroy the whole thing and get you to be stressed out, worried, you know, and you're done. Like, cause you can't do, even with clients, I even choose the clients appropriately, right? Cause if it's a, if it's a like my coaching clients, they all found me by the way, from my YouTube channel. That's how I, that's how they found me. I interviewed them. I tested them. I give them some homework assignments to do first. Once they proved to me, they were a good fit. Then I agreed to work with them. So yeah, like selection is huge. You not YouTube, but me, me. I need people that I like. People mm -hmm. that you know they don't have to be on my level because that's an insane expectation. But people that are willing, willing to grow, willing to get better, willing to improve, and they're showing through action, not words, through action that they're they're doing it already. That's who I look for. And man. That alone has made a lot of this so much easier and less stressful because mm. now all I'm dealing with is just how to manage it all. Not the people. People are great. The people are fantastic. It's just how do I manage all of the responsibilities? How do I manage? Because I have different businesses, right? How do I manage? That's it. That's the only stress I have. And if you even listen to me talk, I don't sound that stressed out because I'm really not. It's just something I know I have to figure out and I'm taking actions to figure it out. No big deal. Nice. So there's the contradiction right there. You say, look, listen to me, I'm not stressed. I've got to figure it out. I'm going to work this out. Yet you also said that it is stressful, that it is hard. So well, we I said all, it's stressful, but having stress and being stressed is two different things. Explain because being stressed, because think about it, being stressed out could happen in a moment of time. When I'm doing the things, yeah, I may be stressed. But what I'm saying is right now talking to you, I don't know. Am I shaking? Do I sound stressed out at all? Or are we just having a really cool conversation? Yeah, and and there is the roller coaster. These these times of of stress, yeah. anxiety, fear, doubt, all these things that drop in in the moment. That yeah, it's so hard to make the right decisions from that place. But we oh, all it's, it's almost impossible to. I would recommend you don't. Seriously, like another example of me, like when I feel I'm being stressed, I usually pause. I usually just stop. Like I take a break. I step out. Like before I send that email, that's going to make someone wrong or, you know, blame someone. I, I stop because that's not empowering. That's not who I am. So, yeah, part of the skill set here to say that is I have to catch myself. I got to mm. be like, oh, Alex, you're about to say something you don't mean or you don't want to say. I'll step out, take a break, come back to in an hour when now I'm no longer stressed. Then I send that email. Then I send that letter. So that's the so, secret yeah. for you, just to be able to, to yeah. one, catch yourself in the moment, and two, have that ability to pause, to and by the And by the way, that's a skill. That's not mm. natural. That's something you can train yourself in. I had to train myself in that, which like catching, and then up, oh, there it is again. Yeah. And sometimes I fail. I'm a human. So I have to contact that person and apologize. Like, And I have no problem apologizing. I'm like, hey, you know what? I read what I wrote you. I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant. Like, I, you know, 
I, I, I'm in communication about it. I'm not going to run away or hide. I'm like, hey, this is what happened. I got pissed off or I got stressed out. And, you know, I'm sorry. That's not who I am. And, like, it's never been a problem for me. Like, people understand I'm human. People appreciate me being responsible, me apologizing, asking for forgiveness. I do it, too, also. You know, I give people second chances as long as they ask for it, as mm. long as they're admitting their faults and they're responsible. I mean, we're humans. We all deal with that crap. No one's perfect. Come on. Yeah, man. It's, it's all business, but it's, it's human to human. We're yeah. all going through all different levels. We all need help and assistance in different directions. You've explained eloquently what you do for people and that you still desire this help, need this help as you continue yeah. to grow and build and try and step away and help manage your current environment that you've now built. So, hey, dude, Alex, this has been amazing to really dig into your world and see what it's like for you, how you how you manage this and what you enjoy doing. So thank you so much for sharing. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. Look, dude, if you want to find out more about you, where can they find you? Um, you could simply go to my website, um, Alexander, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, Macklin, M-A-C-K-L-I-N.com. Uh, that's my website. Right now, it's for the high-performance coaching, but there's a link on there. You can click on a schedule or free call with me just to talk about whatever. Like you want high, you want coaching, you want to just hang out for a little bit. I have little little pockets of time in my calendar I open for people like that. So by all means, take advantage of it. I'm also on Facebook. You can look me up on there too. Um, you have a YouTube channel called, um, just look up Alexander Macklin. It's for high ticket coaching. I have like 20, 30, 40 videos on there, all free on how to become a higher performer as a setter or closer. And I mean, like very effective, like you'll close, your close rate will go through the roof up. You'll be able to be very effective as a setter. If that's a profession you're interested or just sales in general, check it out. I've had at least 15 people since I had that challenge tell me they got jobs just from watching those videos. So they work. <laughs> My work yeah. is very effective. But also the entrepreneur who jumps in and doesn't realize they're doing every single job thought they'd be doing totally. the thing they want to be doing. No, no, no. You also get to do the marketing, the sales, the accounting, Everything. all the stuff. <laughs> so if that's totally. a stepping stone, a gateway to start to increase those skills and, yeah. and decide that you need before you build your team, go and check it out. It's be hugely beneficial. Cool. Yeah. And especially what Mark said, sales is everything. Seriously. If you are afraid to talk to people and sell them something, you will fail as an entrepreneur unless you find someone to do that for you. Period. Like I got into sales because my dad was in sales and I like talking to people. That's just me. But if you want to have your own business, you have to get comfortable talking to people, period. And you have to develop sales skills. Watch my YouTube channel. It's free. I'll train you. They're training videos on how to listen, how to talk. So it's very important. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, guys, if you're curious, go check it out. Alex, thank you so much for, for sharing behind the scenes with us today. Thank you. Cool. It's been fun. <laughs> hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.